0: This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's Drink About It.
1: You're listening to Let's Drink About It, a show where we proceed from the premise that every cocktail has a perfect life event to go with it and vice versa. I'm your host, Benjamin R. Harrison.
0: And I'm your host, Chris Bowman.
1: And our lovely and talented guest, uh, Chris Bannon, uh, long former last. formerly of WNYC. I thought you say mid-roll. formerly lovely, but <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I guess I get to keep that. Yeah. Uh, now, now, Chris Bannon, you you uh, you have a, a long and interesting radio career. But one <laughs> thing that blew, <laughs> but this is only an hour long show. Yeah. One thing that one thing that blew my mind when we were out to pizza with you uh, a few months ago oh, yeah. was that you told us that you used to host basically.
2: A real professional version of this show I did indeed uh, that's right for Martha Stewart uh, radio Martha Stewart living radio on Sirius uh, satellite radio I hosted a show called the cocktail hour with Alan Katz who is a bona fide expert in the making of cocktails of all kinds yeah. and in fact a distiller of note now yeah
1: he's the New York distilling company is his, is his... have you had him on this show uh, you know he's, uh, he's definitely on my wish list but I haven't even had the guts to ask no, right. I, I think
2: all it takes is, hey, Alan, want to do my show? <laughs> He's pretty approachable. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, so we've been friends with you for years. Yeah. And uh, we know you through Max FunCon and right. all the Jesse thorne uh blew my mind that we had
2: started a podcast that basically stole we, your premise we actually without I, even
1: knowing that you had done.
2: Uh, Alan, and, <laughs> Alan and I had a segment called This Guy or Girl Needs a Drink yeah. in the show. And in the show, we got someone to call in or come in and tell us about their shitty week. <laughs> and then uh, in preparation for that, Alan will have looked through his supplies and come up with the perfect cocktail to erase the memories of that horrible, shitty week. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we're a little bit so more positive. So we're suing you, positive. by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My lawyers are actually at the door now, and after this very pleasant conversation is over, you guys will be (laughs) out on the street. This show
1: is one of the few enterprises in my life for which I don't have an attorney on retainer, so... (laughs) Big mistake. Uh, Yeah. I've I've pretty much blown it big time. (laughs) That's all right.
2: That's Uh, all right. I won't sue you because you're my friends and because I like your show. uh, Well, thank you. Um, Thanks, Chris. And so now you're at... And clearly uh, it's not making any money, so there's no no, point uh, in suing you.
0: Yeah, let me see what I got in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, so
1: you're at Midroll now, which is a, a, uh, company that links up podcasters with advertisers, if I'm not mistaken. It
2: does all kinds of things. That's one of the things it does. Okay. Uh, I'm actually at Midroll Media, which is sort of like the, the umbrella organization. Midroll, uh, is the part of the company that sells ads for podcasters. I think 240 plus shows right now. And, um, uh, I, however, am the chief content officer and I run what are called the owned and operated shows. That's the shows that you can find on the Earwolf and Wolf Pop Networks, the Comedy Bang Bangs, the How Did This Get Made, the Lauren Lapkus show, that right. sort of thing. Cool. Wow. Yeah, it's the fun. biggest
0: names in, in podcasting.
2: They are, uh, and they're actually really fun people to work with, too. And
1: that's not a... that's Like, that role is not dissimilar from the role you had at WNYC, but it's just a totally different type like of show. like 28 more shows, but <laughs> other than that, it's very similar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: um, no, <it's>, it <laughs> Stephen is... Stephen Dubner isn't one of your... <laughs> actually, he is. Oh, really? We just launched a show in partnership with Stephen and a writer named James Altucher called Question of the Day. Oh. And that is uh, his... Dubner's second show. launched wow. on August 31st. Wow. Well, and it was uh, at the top of the iTunes chart for a full week.
1: Holy cow. <laughs> uh yeah. We were featured on the iTunes front page for uh, uh, like four weeks. And really? I thought that I thought that like our ship had come in. Like yeah. we had we were getting like the craziest download numbers. Yeah. And, I mean Terrific. we retained a lot of the listeners we got out of it, but uh definitely like we were
2: we were like, all right, I f- like <laughs> we've we've made it. Well, I well yeah. exactly, yeah. I mean, the nice thing is uh, Steve Wilson, who's the guy who runs the much of the iTunes. What you see on iTunes when you go look at yeah. podcasts. Um, Hi, Steve. He he really is he a listener? I bet he is. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, is he a drinker? I, I, I don't know, but we'll find out. I, I bumped into
1: Steve at the Brooklyn Radio Club uh, a couple weeks ago, and yeah. uh, and uh,
0: I believe he had a beer in his hand. I'm not. Uh, I had a drink with him. Uh, uh, at the Max Fun meetup or the, the uh, Max Fun dinner meetup, drink yeah. podcast oh, yeah. thing, yeah.
2: No, yeah. and I think he he's always looking for variety, things that make the phone a more fun thing to use. Yeah. And you guys, I mean, you're sort of like stage one of drunk dialing, basically. So <laughs> I think I think he's going to support you periodically. <laughs>
0: Uh, Actually, I do like that. I've never thought of it that way, but uh, that's absolutely right, Chris. We are stage one of drunk dialing.
2: Possibly stages two through seven as well. (laughs) I mean, better listen
1: listen to our show than drunk dial anybody, you know? I mean... Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, like... The chances of being embarrassed by drunk dialing are pretty high, but yes. the chances of being bar- embarrassed by our show are only there if somebody like sees that you're listening to our show. I was going to say,
2: as long as you listen your alone, phone. you're in the clear. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sure. yeah. I so, think actually we're going to use that as a pull quote for our <laughs> show. We're like, that, that will be perfect. That's uh, okay. All reviews will start with this one. Good stage one of drunk dialing. Happy, I like it. Happy to.
1: Yeah. Um, well. Uh, yeah, um, so, and, and and you, this is a pretty new
2: gig for you, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's similar to months. the gig you've already had, but. I mean, you know, I've worked with shows yeah. for my whole career, basically, since uh, my big break on Prairie Home Companion, about 20... 20- Three years ago. Wow. Um, I've always worked on shows, and and over time you get old, and people <laughs> really? say, "Well, he clearly doesn't have the energy to manage one show, so let's give him four <laughs> more, and he'll get tiny pieces of it. He can be the person they come to and complain to." And so, right. uh, yeah, I'm management now, and and you know, it's it's a very, um, it's an aggressive space. Yeah, boys, there are and a lot of people it's, wanting it's... to do podcasts. A lot is yeah. changing, and a lot is, uh, I mean.
1: We are definitely Jenny come latelys to this uh you know like I Oh it's over. We had, Didn't anyone I, tell you? I, I believe it. I mean <laughs> we had have? on uh uh we had on Dan from uh the uh Flophouse podcast and mm-hmm. and uh you know they they toiled in obscurity for like 7 years before that. I mean they're right. like one of my favorite podcasts and they're and they've been great the whole time but they just it took them such a long time it seems like to kind of catch on and so yeah
0: well I, I, I mean go ahead what were you gonna say oh, i was just Chris? gonna say i think when we started this like ben and i knew before we started a podcast that yeah let's do let's make something together we weren't sure what it was and when ben suggested a podcast i was like "But podcasting is dead man and this was like <laughs> this was pre uh serial and then serial happened six months later and of course you know now everyone's got a podcast so i was yeah. wrong you were wrong but that's mm-hmm. okay because yeah. you're right about the big things yeah. yeah, I don't know what sure. that means, but I thought I'd better <laughs>
2: reassure you somehow, just in case. Uh, thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I know some day Some you're often very fragile, so I'm trying to help you through. Let, some. Well, let I let think today you.
1: today might be one of those days. <laughs> so it definitely
2: is. Tell because... me,
1: tell me, tell tell everybody what you've been through. Uh, Chris is uh, kind of perpetually having.
0: Life throw uh, wrenches in his works. Yeah, and I think what, what's this month, the latest. This month, uh, I mean it's my continuing saga of where will I sleep tonight? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Is, is
1: uh, a door going to misbehave on me? is so
0: yeah tell what what, what's the story of the
2: where and also is there a who involved with the where or is it just a where chris
0: i would be fucking trumpeting from the rooftops if there was a who uh (laughs) uh, (laughs) all right you're over 40 now or something right so it doesn't happen anymore (laughs) i am 40 on the nose and uh well apparently not uh but so last night was just a hell night at work it was just insanely busy and it was like full of ups and downs Mm -hmm. and laughing one minute near fucking raging the next and uh what can I ask you, can you stop you there for a second? What causes an up and a down in the kind of job that you have? Uh the person you're serving. Oh, wow. It's a it's a person to person thing, really. I mean you go for like I mean it depends. I think last night for sure it was uh you know, uh, you know, for every three, four nice people you had, one entitled mm-hmm. you know, like hear me now type person like, where <laughs> As, drink? where's
2: my drink and why are
0: you, you serving a hundred dollar bill at you or something yeah just yelling things like give me a heineken and it's like they have no idea what you have or don't have they just they know what they want and they assume you have anything they need so right and you, you say know. this
2: bar is in canada <laughs> I'm shocked by that behavior. Well, just New York, just I would understand. Just, no, just imagine what it would be like if it was in New York. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure he'd have killed someone. People, people yeah. Well, I'm okay. So, anyway, you were saying you had an well, up, a night of ups and downs.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I will say this my co worker turned to me last night, and he had been having a rough night all night, and he turns to me and he said, I might actually kill someone tonight, (laughs) and and I just laughed. Check the papers, and it was pretty good. Like, uh, yeah, check the papers. Like yin yang. Like one minute I was up, the next minute he was. You know, so we were kind of like it was a really good balance. Like we'd keep each other's spirits up, or at least try to. But at the end of this night, you know, we lived. I'm here to tell the tale, and um, we were locking up or trying to, and our entrance door wouldn't lock. There was there's been a problem. And uh, been a problem with the lock, and so we were told to use this other door. And both doors were sort of malfunctioning, and we had like it sounds no... like a classy place. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 not it's not like we have, were are using like you know swing doors like saloon doors or anything okay. like that. But uh, so anyway, we had nowhere to turn, and uh, the owners sort of uh, it was you know four in the morning, and rightfully were asleep and uh, could not be reached. So I slept on the pine last night not the actual bar but on a a bench at the bar because i was basically (laughs) after my 12-hour shift i became a night watchman so oh uh, that is the saddest thing for three hours i sat i slept or you know tried to uh sleep and i'm uh, a little sensitive so you're right about sensitive sundays so are
2: are you sore in specific spots as a result of sleeping on this bench
0: no but i'll tell you my neck and back have been like really sort of been bothering me lately and one night on a flat surface will do wonders oh. I, mean, I feel better actually one
2: night on a flat surface soaked in gin
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah.
2: being i
1: soap- hope you took so- home a bottle for yourself as, as a Listen, recompense for this service re- you've done in
0: your place we've been playing i was soaked in gin on the inside you know what yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. oh so- yeah i've seen
1: that uh, <laughs> now no, chris i don't i don't want to like uh you know make this contentious or anything but I do want to call your attention to the
0: fact that this is the second time door, in door a related. few weeks where a locksmith call would have solved your problem but you know so basically I didn't want last time I didn't want to foot the bill and this time I didn't want my bosses to foot the bill and I figured like but they're going to have to have the lock fixed right? right well but oh, oh here's the funniest part I can't believe I forgot to uh, tell you this uh, <laughs> no I can't either <laughs> so uh you know 7 o'clock knock on the door yeah and I spring up, uh and, karate uh, stance. The, huh? Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: is this somebody invading to 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 get the gin? But they <laughs> knock
2: first. That's what's yeah, really that's right. <laughs> nice yeah. about Canada. Yeah. Excuse me, I couldn't. Oh, help sorry. Uh, open. I
1: just I need to take this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so well, I guess you uh, the you got sorry, in here. Sorry, that's what you said. Sorry. sorry.
0: Yeah. Oh, the, I'm sorry. Am I in your way? That's, that's yeah. their pronunciation. So what there.
2: happened? Somebody came to the
0: door. So. uh the one of the owners came to the door and I let him in and uh, really it was like a wordless exchange at the you know <laughs> at, at, at first at first and he tested the the lock and I explained eventually what the problem was and uh, he said well I don't know because basically he had removed a bracket from the door frame and and prevented and you know uh, duct taped the latch because the the only thing that was locking the door was the deadbolt at this point. Yeah, He just said, well, I don't know why anybody would tell you to go out the front door, you could just do this. Removes the fucking duct tape, there was the solution all along. Oh my God! Uh, and I, I, was under the impression that the door was broken, and I, you know, it's was just like, "Well, I didn't even well, think to take the tape off." But Chris,
2: so. you clearly didn't watch the training video.
3: Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, it's it yeah,
0: just, the, it's just that that's put in like bad such, VHS tape. And that's just a really deep cut in the video. It's just yeah, so I guess, far into it. Yeah, I was like, I got you bored. Tuned at that out point. at
1: that point. You were yeah, right exactly. Checking, checking Twitter.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah. So did you, did you, did you go home and get some rest? I mean, uh, I hope you're in tip-top shape now when well, we're talking.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, you can tell, can't you? I'm razor sharp. Um, <laughs> I uh, I left ominous I, silence. He, uh, my my boss said, "Oh, thanks, thanks, Chris." And I said, "Yeah." And I just like got in a cab and went home. I was so you know mm-hmm. beside myself and tried not to beat myself up for not taking fucking duct tape off of the <laughs> uh, door. And what was the first occasion? Have you guys already covered that? We've we've covered that. Okay, Chris
2: got locked out of the uh, apartment that he was he's living in also
1: which was mm-hmm. somebody else like closed a door that doesn't open from the outside and
0: oh no i'm know. just gonna i'm gonna move to a place that doesn't require doors yeah go to and,
2: hawaii man that, yeah. it's like it's it, all open air there here in new york we call that central park
3: <laughs> well it's all yours like maybe i'll see you there four months a year and there are,
2: <laughs> there's nobody checking those gates to yeah. see who goes in and out yeah <laughs> Um, anyway, well, I'm, should I'm, we uh, uh,
1: should we get the show on the road, guys? Yeah, I
2: feel yeah, like we've done a lot of banter up here at the top of the
0: show. Yep. Yeah, it. but you can cut it. Yeah, we'll just trim we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll it. We'll cut trim, all this. Trim. Out. trim we'll cut trim. this. All. Ever the yeah. professional, Chris. Ever the professional. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> what kind of show do you think this is? No, uh,
0: <laughs> well, it seems fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Guys, I have a a a lifelong history of making weird things on the internet and I haven't done it a lot in recent years, but I think I'm getting back into it. So I need a drink for that.
0: Cool. I finally got my bicycle back. Uh, I think we've talked about it a little bit on the show, but I am now in full possession possession of my own bicycle once again. And I need a drink for wow. that. I'll tell you about the time when I was
2: out on the prairies in Minnesota. And my good friend, whom I'll call Sam, because if he heard me tell the story, he'd be very embarrassed, (laughs) Uh, disappeared into a ditch with the keys to the car, the only way we had of getting him to a hospital and either of us home alive. Wow. (laughs) That guy needs a drink. You bet. He really did. If he could only have remembered his own
1: name. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Chris Bannon, mm-hmm. uh, the drink that you will be drinking today is actually from uh, Minnesota, from a restaurant called the Heartland Restaurant in Saint Paul. Oh, I've been there. It's called the Rural Juror, which is uh, <laughs> a tongue twister. <laughs> Excellent. Rural I think it's based juror. on a, uh, a Thirty Rock episode. The name is uh, based on a Thirty Rock episode. It's a good after. restaurant. Uh, I've heard. I've I've read great things. I've uh, not actually been to Saint Paul, uh, but. Uh, if Might I, I
2: suggest do. January. Great <laughs> time to go. <laughs> You'll really love it. <laughs> That's so an inside your tip from out. a public
3: radio professional. <laughs> there is no
2: more distressing place in North America than Minnesota <laughs> in January. <laughs> uh,
1: so the rural jar is two ounces of gin, an mm-hmm. ounce of lemon juice, mm. three-quarter ounces of apricot liqueur, and oh. a quarter ounce of Peychaud's bitters. That sounds great. Uh, so the peach gonna...
2: thing, maybe. I don't know, but the yeah. rest of it, good.
1: <laughs> uh yeah so uh, we'll see uh, mm-hmm. we're going to combine ingredients with ice shake until well chilled and fine strain into a chilled cocktail glass and that's the rural juror wow. i'll probably put like a lemon twist in there for a for a garnish what do you okay. say I,
2: I you know i trust your instincts okay even though you've
0: never been to minnesota so. <laughs> uh benjamin yeah you're gonna be drinking another phil ward classic which i guess oh. we have probably had a bunch of on this, this guy, show this guy looms large over our podcast mm-hmm. yeah ward. uh we really should try to get Phil Ward, I guess. I think he's um, a New York guy. Uh, you will be drinking something called The Joy Division. Uh, it's two ounces of Beef eater London Dry Gin, one ounce of Dolan Dry Vermouth, a half ounce of Cointreau, three dashes of absinthe, and you're going to garnish with a lemon twist. So stir all the ingredients over ice, then strain into a coupe. Garnish, of course, with the lemon twist.
1: Cool. I'm going to have to kind of do by gut what what a dash of absinthe looks like i, I feel like that is a, a real quantity but i don't actually know what it what's what it's, it is
2: just imagine edgar Allan poe lying face down pool <laughs> of his own blood that's all <laughs> okay i'm not even sure why i said that yeah it
1: just <laughs> i mean it worked dark. yeah uh, so, so uh, uh chris bowman you're going to be drinking a green bicycle which is a riff on a yellow bicycle I have uh, a green bicycle. Because you have a green bicycle. Oh. Um, so it's... Uh,
2: that really humanizes you in my mind. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm just like you, you know? It really brings
1: Chris
0: down to earth. You're Dolman like a real person. Yeah. yeah it's a, <laughs> I ride green bicycles just like everybody else.
1: Yeah. I put my green bicycle on one, <laughs> one leg at a time. time. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, so, so it's an half an ounce of St. Germain, half an ounce of green chartreuse, and four ounces of Prosecco or Cava. Uh... With a lemon twist for garnish. So you're gonna stir your Saint Germain and Chartreuse with ice, strain them into a chilled cocktail glass, and top with the bubbly and garnish with a twist. Hmm. I think I got the best drink though. Uh, I'm kind of. I have money on yours being the best best drink. I'm gonna um, have
0: to take both your word for it. I'm just gonna drink my drink and imagine.
1: hmm Well, uh, why do you guys say we go make these? Yes, please.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, should we should we drink up? Yeah. Do yeah. we describe them first? Do you want, or do we just want to drink? Uh,
1: we'll we'll drink. We'll talk our okay. life events. We'll talk about the drinks as we go. Uh,
2: I'm a producer, so I'm always concerned about the format and yeah. what we're doing next. This but that's part, okay? I'm willing to roll with you. This part is
1: <laughs> this part is pretty. Free. This is the most free-form part of the podcast. The drinking, and you can you can give us a, a critique of it at the end if you if you'd like. Okay. No, um, I,
2: I had to do this live. I'm not used to this tape yeah. thing. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Good cheers. To see, you. see if I can reach. I can. You couldn't hear it clink. Yeah. How? Huh. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <It's> starch. <laughs> yeah, that's a
2: that's got an ounce of lemon juice in it, I believe. Is that right? Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. So uh, I'll be smiling the rest of the day. <laughs> it's good though. Can I take a second sip? Uh, sip
1: away. It's that's your drink to drink. Uh, ah. Now that I've transmitted it to you. Um, it
2: was fun making you watch it. It's got all. It has a beautiful color. Yeah
1: that is uh that is a that is a bright pink drink uh It's been a long time since we've had as delightfully pink
2: a drink as that. This isn't some gay thing, is it just because no okay all right i've you know Cause... I was prepared to be a little angry, but <laughs> okay, I thought he's making me a pink drink. What should I read into that Bowman and I are
1: both on record as being huge fans of pink drinks, so okay um I'm super Uh, jealous right uh,
2: now. (laughs) (laughs) Huge
1: fans. Yours looks like dishwater. So (laughs) yeah, there's. I think I did get a better color. There's nothing more heterosexual (laughs) than drinking some dishwater. (laughs) Exactly. Oh god. With bourbon. Uh, (laughs) Well, my suspicion is that your story, Chris Bannon, is going to be more interesting than than my story. So and and my story. Yeah, I think. But um, I get
2: to hear your stories, right?
1: Yeah. So um, I'll 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 start. Okay. um, First, I'll say that this drink is is lovely. It's kind of, uh, I, I I guess I'm, you know, it's it's it starts looking like a martini with the with the gin and the vermouth, and mm-hmm. then takes a left turn at the cointreau. Um, at the dishwater, but it's really nice. It's nice. Uh, it's it's a little bit sweet, but not too sweet, and it's uh, I think really well balanced. Um, what's the What's the primary flavor that you're getting out of that drink? I mean, the absinthe is definitely like. Like you can't ignore the fact that there's absinthe, um, but it's it's I think very citric because of the gin and the Cointreau and the fact that there's a lemon peel sitting in it too. So, mm-hmm.
2: um, and you might hear me chewing on a bone. That's just while I'm while I'm. No, that's it. that's the dog. The uh, uh, the dog has a kind of a
1: for some re- like it's only when the podcast is happening he he likes to chew things in close proximity to cables to open and it, mics
2: yeah it scares me cuz he's yeah. near a power source yeah, too yeah
1: i'm, I'm kind of worried about him i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, he's already chewed through one Chris. His crate <laughs> yeah
2: that's okay we're going to take a short break uh,
0: yeah we Appreciate uh it. we recorded a few weeks back with uh, uh michael Hoffman. and uh oh yeah and uh uh, Darwin chewed through Ben's mic cable and so Ben <gasps> just went dead like his <laughs> mic just went dead like it was a clean break <laughs> a clean break, and a I'll, break? I, yeah all I could hear was Michael just laughing because Ben kind of was talking woman and then he disappeared on me the next and uh, sure enough Darwin was well you've like, seen that happen in real life haven't you yeah.
2: what you see him talking to a woman and then he just disappears <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> ghosting um, <laughs> I'm sorry. They were you, but you have a, you have a story to go. Yeah.
1: So um, I, you know, I've been I've been I've since I was in high school. I've always like had little projects of one kind or another on the internet. Um, when I was in high school, I started an internet forum that uh, I still host on uh, on my web servers. Even I haven't been there in in, in a long time, really. But I there's like. 40 or 50 people that are like regulars at this, at this little internet forum that it still exists. And, you know, I check in from time to time. I'm like, I guess the administrator technically, but it's, it's just like, it's something that I started and never, you know, and, and it's, and that's explains
2: your AOL address.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's a bit of a, a bit of a tradition for me. Like I, I had a, a politics blog when I was in college and I've, I've a long history of like having half an idea in an afternoon and like whipping something up and putting it <laughs> together. And I would say like the most recent example of this was I had a Twitter account called Important Charts.
0: Oh, that's a good one. For a
1: while like 4 or 5 years ago I want to huh. say, and I was just putting up like a little a little diagram or chart every day that diagrammed some
2: that you made I, yourself. I would try
1: and like tell a little story mm-hmm. in in the form of a chart that
2: was a like joke. give me an example of one. Uh,
1: the best I think the best one I ever did was a chart where there's a line going up uh, toward the probability of me having iced coffee, and the a line going down toward the probability or no the the line going up was uh, toward the probability of me wearing tweed, and the line going down was the temperature of the coffee that I was drinking. So there's like a, a magic moment. Where you're drinking hot coffee and you're wearing your tweed for the first time that year, you know right summer's over it's a nice crisp day. you're in some tweeds and you're drinking some some nice hot coffee and uh, that's your perfect day, isn't it yeah that was, <laughs> uh, so but then I discovered that the uh, I think new york magazine that like that one page that had like the Judge John Hodgman thing and a bunch of other i don't know if they oh, still yeah. do this page but they had a thing called important chart on there and I was like,
0: oh, yeah. like I don't want to be seen as yeah, like you ripping could have been killed. Off. Yeah. <laughs> ben I I, <laughs> yeah, had, like, I had one of those goofy ideas one day and I started a Twitter account called Sorry Canadians and it was yeah. just uh, every time I heard a Canadian apologize in a Canadian way, I would sort of relay yeah. that. Over yeah,
2: That's a good one.
0: Yeah, I, I still have it and I still you know, there's oh it's every day, right? It's one of those things you hear someone right. say, Oh, I oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I mean I could just t- I could just tweet you know, every time I speak to someone, you know, it'd be fun, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone
2: <laughs> except that mayor. Yeah. Yes.
0: Not sorry. So,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: So I I feel like I just haven't done a silly web idea like that in a long time. And I feel like there's lots of people for whom that's a career. Like they come up with some silly web idea every, you know, three or four months and they just do it and throw it online and they just build up like a a large enough, you know, pottery of these things and they just have lots of little silly web things going and i I've, I've never like turned a profit on any of these things but uh <laughs> i'm I, I i i registered a website logreads.com which uh, log L O G L O G which uh, not long, but long came, came out of making a joke about long reads uh, and and what you're reading when you're on the commode. Uh, <laughs> so I thought I thought it would be pretty funny to like start you a can website. Read in there, which is just what? Some people play Candy Crush, but <laughs> some <laughs> people My take books into the bathroom so Yeah. Well, so I thought it would be funny to like aggregate the things that you might want to peruse uh, while while uh, doing your business, and so. I don't know. I registered the website without much of a plan, but I think I think I might try and actually have something come together that's a I good think idea this is a good one i yeah, like this
3: it's
2: a good idea <laughs> you know it's, I'd...
1: it's so stupid that it could work you know uh, well
2: and can't you take like old out of copyright books just like google does <laughs> and just put them in there as log reads
1: yeah diabolical yeah you know,
2: like steam engine repair manuals and stuff the like autobiography that. autobiography
1: of benjamin franklin
2: <laughs> well yeah you could put that in there i think yeah why not put some quality in surprisingly uh, interesting book you know it's a great. It's book. very accessibly written. I feel like it's it's not like old weird language. I see. Well, it, you know, it it uh, he was a normal person except, uh, except a, for a great genius. Yeah,
1: he's he, he's the kind of normal person where uh, all of the crazy things you've heard about him he doesn't mention in his autobiography. Like <laughs> right,
2: because why would he bother? That just really wasn't important.
1: Yeah, like his entire life in France is not really. Discussed. Which I uh, think he
2: wrote that thing for a reason, though that wasn't connected. to well, parts with of it were a like, real autobiography. Right? Yeah,
1: like like the first half of it is like a letter to his son, mm-hmm. and then there's like another part that's a and it's like a like a portion of his writings that may have also been intended as a letter, but they're not sure. Right. That, yeah. It's like it's kind of well. You should steal to, that piece together. for sure. <laughs> Great book. I, I totally recommend that book. I feel like if I'd read that book when I was like 20 instead of when I was 30. Hmm. I would, my life
0: would be going along. Well, that's better. a big, So is, that's it, a big influence. I'm not kidding. Like, is it a uh, complete waste of time for me to read it then? Or no, no. <laughs> no.
1: I mean, there's just, there's so much to be like, like he's, he's kind of like that in a way like that, like he just has an idea for like, you know, like it'd be really great if there was just a room full of books and everybody could get a book. Uh, yeah. And so, like, I started
2: a free library and, right. know, and then became like the postmaster general. And then, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, flew a kite, discovered something yeah. in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except, you don't think he actually writes about that either. Uh, right? The electricity? I think that
1: there's some brief mention of okay. the electricity experiments.
2: Um, but you should, Chris Bowman, you are absolutely, you should read that book. Okay, yeah. I will. Yeah, I will. And it's free. You can find it online for free and, $3.99. Is it yeah, yeah,
1: it's ninety
0: nine. It's out of
1: copyright. Um, yeah. So where I, was this story going? I just I I'm just saying
0: like I'm but that's what I'm you, ge- did. I'm you getting you, back into you, it. So you know okay.
1: by the time this podcast comes out,
0: Logreads.com may be up and running or may be long dead. No, I but, think it, uh, I think it, I think uh, by this time, five days from now, to be turning a profit.
1: Yeah, I mean like and and mm-hmm. I, and I mean like that's like maybe a little bit more involved because I had to like register a website and set up a Tumblr. But like I'm I'm saying like smaller stuff too. Like I saw Hari Kondabolu tweeting about. Uh, wanting somebody to Photoshop an f- uh, iPhone selfie of him into a poster. And it's him wearing <laughs> a crown. And it looked just like that iconic, notorious B.I.G. wearing a crown that you see like on t shirts and spray painted on walls everywhere. And oh, so I, I vote just, for,
2: for uh, Hari to get that. Yeah.
1: So I, I Photoshopped that for him and sent it along. And he sent me a nice email afterwards. Uh, really? Which was, uh, you know, like a nice feather in my cap. He would be I a good Harry guest Kanda for this. Uh, it's been floated um, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a busy
2: man Yeah, he travels a lot um,
1: Yeah, being that he's a professional International standing celebrity. up comedian Yes um, <laughs> I think I think I can get him to come in here though Yeah,
2: fingers crossed Try it
1: We'll we'll try I, That's my commitment to you, the listener We'll try
0: uh, Ben, I just want to say that For the of... first
1: time in the show's history, we will try <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's
0: always nice to do something different mm-hmm. uh, I just want to say, Ben, that my uh, one of my favorite things about you is all of your half-baked ideas So please continue <laughs> Yeah, well, I,
1: I'm going to, uh, this is my formal uh, commitment ceremony for my, <laughs> just just admitting that I have lots of half-baked <laughs> ideas that are halfway interesting. and
2: I, I think I'm going to start, you know,
1: throwing shit in the, at the wall a little bit more.
2: Well, wait, did you have a significant birthday too in this last year? Uh, Nope. Okay, but you're just starting to throw sh- more shit at the I'm wall. I'm just
1: going to start throwing lots and lots of shit. Right. <laughs> the, 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 yeah. So you, you you, my
2: simian. <laughs> you, you guys have both lived through a fairly repressed time when you just did what people told you to do, yeah. and now you're thinking like, no more of that. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think the last like three years have been very busy for me professionally. Like, I mean, making the film and mm-hmm. other, you know, other things that kind of made it feel like I didn't have time to do goofy stuff. But I think that every thing, everything that I have that's going on well in my career right now. To some extent grows out of some silly lark that I embarked on right. a long time ago like i I think a lot of the benefits I've had in my career have come out of the fact that I shot Jesse Thorne an email years ago and said, "Hey, like I know you're coming to New York to record a show and I don't know if you have video of it or not, but uh if if you don't already have that figured out I would i would happily shoot it for you for free yeah and uh w- you know we're really good friends now and i'm you know in in all but name the video department of MaximumFun.org. Yeah. So so
3: you
0: said yes I, yeah i i and, just had a conversation the other day about you know uh tracing back the moment where everything changed you know yeah. like it kind of your life takes a different course and i can I can trace it back to when I got hit by a car and it it, it <laughs> propelled me to quit my job and go to school and then it's like I wouldn't be sitting here talking to either one of you guys if I did yeah. not do that, you know. Right. right. Or rather if that driver didn't. <laughs> yes. Right. If he Wow. Did, yeah. But uh Send yeah, that driver
1: it, a thank you note, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think,
2: I think you've trumped uh, yeah. The story about so, log we, <laughs> log
3: reads, I believe, <laughs> oh, just for yeah. that. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, that log thing is nice, but I was hit by a car. My mom, well, we've <laughs> talked about so it. Proud of yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. we talked. We've talked about it here before, but I just I, I think it's like very interesting if you are fortunate enough to be able to uh, be aware of when things changed, you know. And I mean, the effects of me going to school are still, uh, you know, maybe not directly, but you mm-hmm. know, all the relationships that came out of school are still influencing you know things yeah. in my life so uh and that that can be traced back to being hit by the car so it's <clears throat> I just like that I have that it's like at first I was angry when that happened but I, mm-hmm. I, I think more than anything it's just like I was very lucky and super grateful that it did so who who says that <laughs> really That's glad I got hit story. by a car yeah,
2: yeah.
1: totally I mean, I'll drink to that mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I will drink to I that I'm, I'm really enjoying my joy division and um I think that uh I think you've nailed it Chris Bowman this is the perfect drink for cool Doing lots of silly internet projects
0: well, it's very, look,
1: it's very sophisticated, but it's it's approachable.
0: you know if, if uh, just like you mm-hmm. <laughs> totally yeah, it's very good just
1: like my my what to read while you're pooping website. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> kind
2: of kind of a high
0: low yeah. get together really. yeah <laughs> yeah like uh, I, I recently, I don't know Ben, if you've listened to the latest uh, Roderick on the line, but he talks about his uh, his downstairs bathroom library. Uh, John Roderick. I've been been in that
1: downstairs. Have you? Yeah. I mean, I
0: I found it very interesting that there's a bathroom library. That's. uh...
1: Well, yeah. John's house is. uh, It is a bunch of rooms that have nominal functions. For example, kitchen, living room, Mm -hmm. entryway, bathroom. But they also all serve as the storage rooms? The galleries for his various collections okay. what else
2: does he collect he has a lot of globes
1: he has a lot of candlesticks like brass candlesticks cowboy
0: boots i heard on the show oh once. really He really
1: collects he collects almost everything like i we were shooting some video of him in his backyard and i looked up and in an upstairs window there was some kind of like display tree that he you know claimed from some store that mm-hmm. had about 300 pairs of crazy sunglasses on it really just sitting in the window up there and i was just like wow like you know like i've seen the downstairs of this house and all the like you know like the trash can with a bunch of
2: swords in it
1: and i had no idea that there were also collections although all going it has on to upstairs.
2: be a, an umbrella stand made out of an elephant's foot in that house right he <laughs> know it
1: yeah i told him about my my grandfather uh was a kind of a classic uh, mid-century New Yorker, and um, had a otherwise uh, known as Alcoholics, I believe. <laughs> yeah.
3: If I've yeah. seen the show, I mean,
1: he was he was a like a cartographer, and a uh, you know had like Jelly Roll Morton would would roll in and have dinner with them, so you know, like he was kind really? of hosted one of those kind of houses of arts and letters in that sounds in, great uh, in uh, uh, on East Fifty-first Street, and uh, and. Um, from all accounts, a terrible father to my dad, but you know, like a real interesting. Hey, somebody m- had to pay for that yeah, great life, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my might so- as well be, be your his children. children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he had. Uh, a <laughs> umbrella that had a sword in the handle, like you twist, oh, nice. twist the handle and a sword pulls out. Because oh, you need
2: that on the Upper East Side. My, <laughs> my you know, hit it, go after Catherine Hepburn with it and yeah. in Sutton Place. My, my th-
1: uncle claims that this thing is still around somewhere, and hmm. I could put a hand to it if I put enough effort in. And I mentioned that to John one day, and he oh. got very interested. I bet <laughs> that really, like, that's really like right at the. Uh, what?
2: That's everything he's ever
1: wanted. Yeah, it's
0: that... a, a, you just never know when a sword fight's going to break out in a rainstorm. So, just... <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. I think or should... just after
0: a rainstorm, <laughs> ideally. Sure, yeah. Bring, bring
2: that to Max Funcon. Get him very yeah. tipsy, and then just put it in his hands and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. How do you think... Uh, well, he's a, he's a non-drinker, but um, how do you, how do you think the uh, TSA
1: would feel about me bringing it? A... <laughs>
2: well, you know, it, it, it all depends on their latest rules about rain gear. Right. Right, yeah. right.
1: Yeah, I I kind of think that you could get that through TSA. Actually. I think you could. I've I've taken knives through TSA, hundreds and hundreds of times. What a Wait, rebel! So. Are you serious? What yeah. a rebel! Yeah, that, why that why pocket knife that's sitting right there that I was fidgeting with? Those, you took goes that? through TSA every time. In your pocket? No, in uh, in the bag in, or something. I,
2: I, I know how to put it in the bag so that they don't see it. You're a terrorist. i basically. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you're just you've just confessed on tape <laughs> to being a terrorist. Yeah. Well, wow. speaking
1: of uh illicit things on airplanes. Uh-huh. Oh, wait a segue. <laughs> Chris, Chris Bowman, tell me about this green bicycle. Well, yeah. let's <laughs> was, uh, I'm am a real broadcast that was professional. was beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Is it too uh, late to get my reputation back? <laughs> yes.
0: Uh well, yeah, okay. So look, I took this bike to uh London with me the second time I went over uh, you know, I I'd, I'd been living there for Uh, a year over the course of a year and a half i'd come home and went and went back a few months later the second time i went i took my bike with me it cost me 35 dollars
3: wow
1: uh, is that just a checked bag fee
0: yeah it's like you know oversized uh parcel kind of thing and uh oversized and there was the green bike add-on 10 more (laughs) dollars oh wait wait it's green Uh, Yeah. yeah And I was like, hey, everybody, this guy's got a green bike, just like us. He's just a person. Um, <laughs> He's but... a man of the people. <laughs> just like Ben Franklin. <laughs> yep. So, uh, you know, I think I was there another six or seven months and came home for a six-week stay, what was supposed to be a six-week stay, mm-hmm. and never went back. And so, you know, I still have possessions there. Uh, and my bike was certainly the most valuable of them and uh, the one most missed. Uh so I, I let it. Uh, you know, a friend picked it up for me and, and kept it in her care. And um, two years that's passed. some friend. Hmm?
1: That's some friend. Yeah, I'll yeah say. really
0: is, really is. And this friend also uh, packaged it up for me to send it back and did it. Oh, that's a real friend. Yeah, dude. absolutely I, did a real bad. I like you throw. a lot,
1: Chris, but I don't know if I
0: would do that for you. You know what? Yeah. I, I didn't do it for me, so don't worry about it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and <Good>. touche. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. Then you know, again, Chris,
1: you have you have a lot of like uh, you know, self-esteem related, you know, whatever <laughs> could could just arise out of that. You
0: know, people can uh, deduce that for themselves, Ben. You don't have to and, trumpet it. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I'm
1: just saying. I, I'm just saying that everybody with an objective opinion about you thinks you're a lot greater than you oh, will it's, it's, often admit to yourself. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, I'm coming around. Don't worry. You know, good. I, oh, good. I, I'm not We're so hoping bad. you'll be a raging egomaniac by later
2: this year, <laughs> because this whole humble thing is getting pretty tiresome. Yeah.
0: yeah it's so it's so
2: two
1: thousand.
0: All right. Listen, guys, I'll say this
2: much. I'm not so bad. All right.
1: Yeah,
0: you're
2: pretty good. Well, uh, easy on well, the Yeah, ice. Let's not go. Let's not go from zero to 60. <laughs> <laughs> let's, it, let's just take it in steps. You're not a. you're not a war criminal. <laughs> okay, wanna, all right. I'm happy to <laughs> publicly
0: say that. OK, good. Yes. Uh, so anyway, the bicycle, the bicycle. Um, <laughs> I I arranged to have it picked up by a shipping company. I did one of these like aggregate searches like you know, what's the cheapest way to get it back and it went, you know, up to a few hundred pounds, maybe 3-400 pounds uh for some sh- uh um uh, shipping companies uh and so I obviously went with the cheapest and immediately regretted my decision because I thought I'm never going to see this bike again and right. um and it was you know, 3-4 days later that I got confirmation it was on its way. So that was a relief, uh, and I thought, okay, well, I'm just waiting for it to show up at my door, and uh, of course, I got a notice saying, in order for me to pick up my bike or for have it to have it delivered rather, I'd have to pay $250 in uh, customs clearance fees, and this is my own bike. I didn't buy this bike over there, so uh, I had to sort of. Uh, find handmade English bicycle. <laughs> yeah, hey. so that, was it
1: a penny farthing? Did it have a giant <laughs> yeah. front wheel yeah. and a small gotta, back wheel? You
0: got to see the box this came over in. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, but uh, so I found the receipt from the original purchase. But of course, I bought it in California, and I didn't have the receipt for the customs that I paid. So eventually, uh. the two hundred and fifty went down to one hundred and twenty-five, and I was actually you know talking to a customs officer saying like do you honestly think i could bring a bike on a plane and that you guys would let me get across the border without paying for such a thing <laughs> and the guys right. like and he, he actually responded with a shrug he said well you know, and uh, and of course, <laughs> conveniently, none of the uh, uh, customs offices are linked by computer because that wouldn't be no, it would make too much sense. So, yeah, uh, I have to uh, file this is for, 2015. Uh, Let's wait until
1: like 2050 before I get to that. That way the terrorists win.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's that way. The terrorists get my hundred and twenty five dollars without me really fighting for it uh yeah. but so yeah in order for me for me to get it back i've got to apply for a refund which means i have to go to the airport to go to customs to prove <laughs> or to get a receipt that i paid for it and then obviously it it's forms and did I, you photograph this bike before it was shipped
2: uh pictures
0: oh. i mean i have photos of it yeah. yes before well it i think you need to
2: come armed with photos yeah. this bike. yeah just I,
1: ca- come just just have a lawyer pro bono like send him a nasty ram you know like this is Obviously, ridiculous and spurious. Something, something.
2: Because good lawyers do so much for free.
1: (laughs) Mm. Yeah, and
0: I mean, and I'm I'm sure they have tons of uh, success against the Canadian government. Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, uh, I I think you should still go for it. But um, well, this is the thing. It's you know, on principle, that's exactly what they want me to do. I I mean, they really want me to forget about it. It's too much work. Yeah, Uh, yeah. They've
1: they've erected enough of a bureaucratic wall in your in your way that. Nine, nine people out of ten would just be like, eh, fuck it.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, you know, on principle, I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. And then I, then I know myself, and I'm like, ah, fuck it, you know? I, I kind of like, everyone keeps asking me, was it worth the trouble? Was it worth the trouble? Uh, yeah, no, it's and the money, worth the trouble. Not to mention the money and time and, and effort. And, and uh, it, you know, mm-hmm. all of that stuff kind of takes a back seat as soon as I started pedaling my bike, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I forgot. Every
1: care... Slips away. But this bike is special. It's in the rear view mirror that bicycle.
0: You know, it is I don't know I don't know exactly what makes it special. I don't know why I love it so much, but I mean I originally saw this bike in two thousand I saw a picture of that bike. It looks great. It's a, it's a it's a very you know, it's, handsome bicycle. Yeah, it's what's known as a commuter bike. So it's like a just one just the one gear. It's not fixed. It's just you know it's for uh, sort of. Like it falls mil-
2: into despair every afternoon at four p.m.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in traffic all the time. Uh, but it's got uh, it's got one of those mugs with the really wide <laughs> base that sits on the uh,
1: dashboard. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Uh, so uh, you know, of course. Yeah, I want to say that I was like ecstatic, and, and everything was fine. I got on my bike, and everything was the best. But of course, I'm riding this bike, and then all of a sudden, I've been riding a different bike for a year, and it's a much quicker bicycle than the one I'm on now, my own bicycle. Yeah. and uh, uh, you know, I, and then I think to myself, "Damn, this bike isn't fast enough." You know, I've got to <laughs> so now I've got I've got to put more money into this thing. Basically, yeah. I bought this bike, soup it up. For, yeah, I bought this bike for a second time. You know, I paid enough money into it again. Yep. you know that it's like i've i've you know got a it, it, that's commitment wait, wait, wait. man
1: that's like having a a wedding like a like a you know commitment of
2: your recommitment of your vows well ceremony. benjamin is going right where i would would just say like you've essentially recapitulated what happens in relationships yeah right just when you think this thing is worn out and not worth the trouble you yeah. double down yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you know what
0: i mean it really. I know
2: all about that being having been married for two months.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, of course, you've hit bottom. A mo- yeah, a month,
0: a month in, you're like, God damn, this thing is done. What a mistake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, I will say this: um, I, if I was a smart man, I would have made uh, a, a yellow bicycle alongside the green bicycle just to compare but uh, oh yeah um how do you like that drink i like it it's a like lot i mean i bicycle. love green chartreuse i love elderflower liqueurs, uh, you know well saint germain i should say you guys are so smooth with your segues back to the drink <laughs>
2: yeah. that was incredible is it
0: is it tasty <laughs> it really is it's really and you know with the uh it, it's it's only half an ounce as mentioned it's only half an ounce of each of the liqueurs and um mm-hmm. four ounces of the cava and you know, of course, as always, the bubbles tickle my nose, and I mm-hmm. like that you know mm-hmm. it's really nice uh yeah, it's really it's a bit sweet, like you know, uh, I don't know, it is Cava's sweet anyway, but yeah, um with those so it's two, not
2: it's not a heavy drink right, it's You're certainly not... not
0: heavy this is like yeah. i i in another glass, I had to put this in a rocks glass, but in another glass, like in a coop or something, you know, I f- I should be like a Gatsby garden party or something. Yeah.
1: Well, I feel like this could be a great party drink. It definitely if you're go- is. If you're going to like put together a party, like you can easily just mix together your two uh, liqueurs with mm-hmm. some water mm-hmm. and keep that in like the fridge in a in a jar and then just like dash it into your into a into breakfast a bowl top cereal with, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah just everybody put a straw in and
2: <laughs> no it sounds you're right it sounds good
1: yeah i mean like you can you can you can pre-mix that super easily and it's like not going to take a long time to make so
0: yeah i mean it is really it's 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 a really light drink as you say chris and um maybe best suited for yeah an outdoor you know maybe like a garden party or something you know it definitely has that kind of feel but uh yeah.
2: Did you throw a garden party this weekend,
0: by the way? Did I? Yeah. I mean, it's the weekend. I, I do it every weekend. <laughs> it's a uh, <the>
2: freaking weekend.
0: <laughs> but I mean, in a pinch, if it's the dead of winter and you're inside and you've got the ingredients for this drink, go ahead and make it. Go ahead yeah. and make it.
2: Nothing. It won't hurt.
0: You know what? Yeah. Just just go ahead and make this in the dead of winter. Close your eyes and put on some old-timey music and imagine you're surrounded by friends, but really you're in a cold, lonely place. Then I'll help you. <laughs> I envy your life so much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all all right. right, all right let's hear this let's hear this uh near death well, experience. It's a weird situation. you know I felt compelled to bring a story because you yeah. guys asked for it, and uh this is, <laughs> we compelled you <laughs> yeah, well, more or less you said drink and talk um so I was out in Minnesota. this is actually goes back to something I mentioned earlier. I went out there to work on Pray Home Companion a long, long time ago,
3: sure,
2: <clears throat> and um not knowing a soul in Minnesota and not knowing anything about the place really except what I'd heard on A Prairie Home Companion, which is really like not actually fact-checked. Th- through a lens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, however, I did really love it. And I developed a friendship with this guy whom I shall name Sam. I Sam, think. I think, was what we're calling yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For purposes of libel. Um, <laughs> and you know, they're Are you like,
1: worried about this well, I Sam just feel guy like, being kind of litigious? Or? No,
2: I think it's just a, it's kind of it's like there's protecting nothing, the Nobody emergency. did anything wrong, yeah. right? It's just more that it's it was su- such a strange and actually frightening evening, and, it, and part of it, a lot of it was the place in which it happened. So, yeah. So Sam and I are both new to Minnesota. We decided to explore Minnesota in as many ways as we can, so we mm-hmm. took a drive one time up to these great falls up above and Duluth. Was, is
1: Sam also involved in the radio show, or just Not, a, No, he worked on
2: another, uh, he worked in the news division of okay. Minnesota Public Radio, so... Uh, and he you no know, longer works there so I'm this not... is MPR yes that little theme they used to have um, and so uh, we would take road trips to kind of like explore uh, the state because it was so foreign and strange it was full of like giant sculptures of fish in small towns <laughs> in the north um, and so one of the things we did was there was a they were going to do Aaron Copeland's the Tenderland which is a 20th century opera really interesting opera you never get to see uh, it's set on a farmstead in the Midwest, and these people, these producers, decided to produce it on a farmstead, uh-huh. an hour-plus drive west of M- Minneapolis-St. Paul. Yeah. So, like, in
1: in the environment in which it's I mean, nominally...
2: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, really the environment. It's utterly flat there. I yeah. cannot describe to you the complete <laughs> flatness of the landscape, but it is... For an East Coast person, Yeah. when you can see the horizon <laughs> so far in every direction, wow. it's... It, Kind of freaks you out a hmm. little yeah. bit. Like, I was freaked out when I got out there. Really? You can dig that. It, the sky is gigantic.
0: Yeah. yeah. I love that. It's, That's my favorite.
2: Well, you're from Canada.
0: <laughs> you guys have lots of sky there. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I guess I've never lived in New York. I mean, I, I, we've
1: always had to import your, your sky yeah. here, here, I mean, here I, in the lower 48.
2: I grew up in Pennsylvania where it's all hills and trees. And, yeah, you know, there's mm-hmm. no. there are some beautiful vistas through valleys and so forth, the Appalachians. But it's not big empty place where you are a tiny speck yeah. and liable to be smitten by a tornado at any moment
1: yeah now how much opera do you have under your belt at this point are you kind of uh, a novice
2: or are you like going as a serious opera uh, my dad person? was an opera singer so oh, wow. i grew up huh. listening to it a lot uh yeah and i i kind of you didn't listen to it much in high school uh, but it, like sometime in college i started listening to it a lot more and i made you know, classical music i played the violin mm-hmm. uh always really liked aaron copeland's music uh Okay, so you know what you're going. know
3: you know, I, I you know what good
2: opera is. you heard, know what you're looking at. I'd never heard this piece or seen it. It yeah. just seemed like a fun thing to do in Minnesota, right. Yeah. So you so we drove out his car, Sam's car. We drive out through you know the empty western suburbs of Minneapolis into the just fields. yeah, and the road is a raised roadway. And off the sides of the road... That's got
1: to add to the sense of flatness, right? Oh, yeah. Because you, yeah, you don't even like, have,
2: like, foliage in your way. No, there are no trees. There are. There's a long line of telephone poles along one side of the road and a light every quarter of a mile, maybe. Wow. Hmm. And that's about it. So we drive out. You drive out to this place... You park your car in somebody's field, then a school bus picks you up and takes you to see the opera, which is in somebody's <laughs> farmstead. Like they're never near the road; they're always in the middle of you know right. a thousand acres, whatever you're looking at. So we see this opera it was really kind of cool. You sit on bleachers, and it's a murder because all good operas have murders in them. Sure. <laughs> um, and it was there's an orchestra, people singing, you know, birds chirping. Um, hmm. It was quite beautiful, and you you get there in time so that the sun sets. And then a million stars come out, and and one of the beautiful things about that part of the country is the sky, mm-hmm. yeah, which it's is a not lot polluted, less light pollution, yeah. yeah, and so you really see solar systems that you don't otherwise get to see. Mm-hmm. So we were both kind of wound up by that. We saw this opera; it was really fun. Yeah, um, we drive back. We get we get in the school bus, get back to our car. It's very late now. It must be probably midnight by the time we even get back to his car. Then we get back on this two lane blacktop. Driving back east to some highway somewhere, we hope will be will be Minneapolis. And um, uh, Sam says, you know, I like. I think we should pull over. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, I had sort of a crush on this person, so I'm thinking like, oh, maybe <laughs> something's going to happen here. I should. Yeah. We should definitely pull over. Some sweet makeouts. Exactly. <laughs> he wanted uh, to look at the sky. To well, yeah. That's what he said. Okay. the oh, That's a line I haven't heard before, but I'll take that. <laughs> Let's look at the sky. Hey, if it's good enough for Wayne and Garth. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. So. <laughs> um, so he pulls the car sort of abruptly over, and there's a very narrow gravel thing, and it's super dark. He pulls over. I open the door, and I realize I'm on the edge yeah. of a bottomless cliff, Oh, my seeming, God. That, that I can't see where... Uh, I can't see where the land begins because yeah. this roadway is elevated right, right over right. the. These are irrigation <laughs> ditches, right? They're yeah, used yeah. to like so that so it's the, the raised roadway, and then a and then and then a dip. You might have heard it snows out there, hmm. and so like all this water has to go someplace <laughs> in the spring, and this is to keep yeah. the roads from being flooded every you know twice a year basically. Wow. And so, uh, so I say like Sam, uh, we came kind of close here. I'm just like edging my way along the passenger side <laughs> of the car, <laughs> yeah, hoping like a, like a mountain climber on a yeah exactly narrow. Narrow uh, outcropping of rock, and he's he is the, like one of the sweetest people. He's still a friend of mine um, uh, that I've known, and very 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 smart, but also kind of um, just curious about the world and and fun. And so I say like I'm we got pretty close to this. Like that's ah, a little freaky. He comes around the back of the car, walks past the back of the car, says, so, "Really? Let me see." Looks over the edge and disappears. Oh into the no! <laughs> And all you hear is, oh my! Like hear this body oh tumbling
1: end over end into <laughs> the darkness. A, that was like an authentic Prairie level companion level
2: radio. I effect. I am, effect right I am there. no Tom Keith. I can't even begin <laughs> to tell you. Like, but when like you're standing there with your friend, and suddenly he just pretty much disappears. Like yeah, he's been God. taken into space, right. or because there's, there's you have no there's no light pollution, so there's no light. You can't see anything. The nearest light was easily, you know, a half of a quarter, an eighth of a mile in each direction or something like that. So there's no light where we're standing. Wow. Um, And he disappears. And I start (laughs) going, Sam? (laughs) Sam? And I'm calling his name. (laughs) And there's just dead silence across the prairie. Right? Dead silence. No cars going by because who would be out at midnight in July driving down this road to nowhere? Right? There's no farm, no (laughs) houses, no nothing, just fields. I keep calling his name with, it, as you imagine, increasing urgency. Sure, right? Because this is, because it's dawned on me, he has the fucking car keys. In his hand. <laughs> 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 right. Not only has he disappeared, but yeah. we are. There's no way I can yeah. even rescue him. Or <laughs> the makeouts
1: have been taken off the table. Now I'm worried that just getting a, a decent night's sleep well, has that's, been taken off
0: the you've table. You've
2: just hit on the real tragedy of this yeah. story. The makeouts were taken <laughs> off the table. I'd
0: just like to, I'd just like to point out that this is the second week in a row we've talked about people having yeah. crushes like being stranded and having crushes on the person they're stranded with yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah i heard that story yeah hannah yeah.
2: Georges had the had a, a very similar uh maybe i it's the it's the anxiety of influence i heard her story uh, and that's when i thought hey, of the story oh, yeah. yeah so maybe it's a run you should get someone else to do this and call it a series <laughs> that's what we always let's do just, let's just illustrate radio. how
0: much love is really dead you know it's yeah just, it's tragic. well thank you that's I'll have to go home and cry. <laughs> but, uh, well, so
2: so he's disappeared, and I and it is really like I'm I I panic basically when planes hit pockets of air, right? <laughs> so this is a full red alert panic going wow. on because of this whole thing, and and I just begin hollering his name, and then finally I hear this incredible moan, <laughs> uh, uh, like not a coherent statement of any kind, <laughs> just a long <laughs> agonized moan, right? Uh, like a zombie. I have a guess <laughs> of what might have happened. Did he get the wind knocked out of him? Uh, I, you, look, don't you're going to let me drink this drink and tell the story? You're going <laughs> yeah, to try
1: to to move it faster. Guess the ending, Ben. Come I on. Guess. I, okay, I, I realize we have only a I'm few more minutes. You,
2: I'm trying to give you little pockets of uh, of yeah. respite so that you I still can have sip a little on of your my beverage, drink you know? left. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, so he's moaning Ben. Yeah, and I so I I, I keep I kept start saying like. Can you see me, Sam? Can you see me? And I'm holding on to the fender of the car with one hand uh-huh. and stretching down the embankment into the darkness with the other. <laughs> you like, have
1: no idea how deep it goes. I have wow. no
2: idea, so I can't let go, and I don't want to walk down there because clearly I mean, he fell down just looking at it.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's there's sort
2: of a reasonable amount of how deep it can go, right? I mean, it's not it's not 100 feet deep. No, but if I fell and hit my head, then there'd be two of us lying at the bottom of a ditch. <laughs> yeah, And there could be water there, right? Yeah, true, so we yeah. don't know that either. Um, and at least he's alive. That's the plus. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, and I think what was really lucky in the end, I I started saying like, can you find me? Can you, can you like climb up? And he, and he climbed up this embankment (laughs) moaning the whole time. Um, uh, Finally, I got his hand, and I was able to pull him up by the only exercise of superhuman power. The only exercise of upper body strength I've ever used, <laughs> actually. The only time my upper body muscles have ever been called into action was this one, this one time in 1993 uh, <laughs> well, yeah.
0: or so. Yeah. You're, See, it's you, nice that you're able to pinpoint it, Chris. You're, you're, July you're a, you're a 22nd. Guy. You're not a,
2: You're not a linebacker, you know? Got... No. If I were any more pale, I'd be invisible. Um, Translucent. So I, I grabbed his hand, and I pulled him up, and by God, he had the car keys in his hand. <laughs> He had the so car you, keys. You
1: pried them away and let him slip back into the. the I did. Abyss? I took the keys yeah. and I drove off.
2: <laughs> We're still friends. No, but but, the, but but he was bleeding. He had blood coming oh, no down the side of his head. Oh shit! And uh, so I got him into the passenger seat. Got into his to the driver's side. Oh, we began God. racing down the road because I thought like. Yeah, He's had a, he needs like, medical attention urgently. Yeah. So in the car, because we have to go miles till we can get to something, yeah. I start trying to see, like, how badly is he injured? Uh, Sam, do you remember where we are? No. I mean, he can't even answer the question. What year is it? No idea. Oh, Who's president? No. no idea. Oh, shit. Um, it was very, very scary. Yeah. Uh, we came to, eventually, a, like a 7-Eleven or something in the middle of nowhere. I pull into the 7-Eleven, and uh summon help, they go in there, they call the police. The police come right away because it turns out there's a hospital an eighth of a mile from the seven eleven in a weird, <laughs> funny way that like there was emergency service this is why I love yeah. Minnesota. There were emergency services right oh
1: yeah, we just had that. Right yeah, there. we built that just in <laughs> case you fell in that
2: ditch, you out of towner <laughs> you stupid out of towners um. So the police take him away. But then they start questioning me like, I'm the battering husband. Right. Oh. So I got a long quiz on, what were you guys doing? Oh, I see. Seeing opera in the countryside. <laughs> and then he <laughs> fell plausible. in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were very, very suspicious. Really? Uh, the upside, I'll, I can wrap this up. I mean, he, he eventually recovered. He was in the hospital out there for two days. Wow. With a concussion. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was really the, one of the scariest things ever. Wow. And I'm not sure how much he even remembers of it, um, but I remember all of it. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, and no. so I need this drink. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's it's. If uh... only you'd had this cocktail with you at the time, right? Oh yeah, that would have been a great addition to <laughs> yeah. my driving skills <laughs> slash anxiety. Yeah. the police uh, yeah.
1: standing there, and you've got this crystal goblet full of
2: you know something pink and they it. assumed it was two opera loving queens out on a bender basically that had gone horribly wrong Which <laughs> yeah, that's you, what they thought i mean
0: I, I imagine you could say to the officer listen officer i know i look like someone who beats uh, their uh, significant other yeah, about yeah. the head but uh, mm-hmm. it was not my fault you see i mean I, yeah I, I, that, that accusatory tone i guess is part of the uh, I don't know interrogation process I don't know like are you supposed well they, to they be- don't know they why would they believe my story
2: he fell into a ditch like right who does yeah, that but, but <laughs> it's also
0: just as, it's also well I was gonna say it's just as likely as you hitting someone like bludgeoning someone no
2: um I think the bludgeoning in rural places is actually more likely than <laughs> I, I, I believe that they were probably rightly suspicious that yeah. it was really late and there were these Minneapolis people, right? And, for
1: for every ten times they get called out on one guy
2: fell yeah. in a ditch Domestic, while yeah. two people were driving around. I mean, uh, I, it's it's if a city guy loses an arm in a wood chipper, that's a surprise, right? <laughs>
0: right? Yeah,
2: no local person would ever have that problem. <laughs> yeah, because right. they're too smart to do something like that. Right.
0: right. I mean, so. if I had a
2: nickel for every local person who's lost his arm in a wood chipper, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you wouldn't have any nickels because yeah. they are too smart Doesn't to happen. do that. Yeah, but it. boy, us city people, us people from St. Paul, <laughs> we are really you yeah, know, nice. you sophisticates. From so that was, it was terrifying, and I needed
0: to get that out, and so thank you for this opportunity. Oh, man, that's a scary uh, story. I mean, it's, well, you know, we were laughing throughout that story. None of it's actually funny. No, yeah. It's, <laughs> no, you <know>. I mean... <laughs> it, it,
2: Very scary. What's nice is it was funny to Sam, and like, he didn't suffer any long-term physical problems, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, now it seems like, well, we were both just... Not paying any real attention, yeah. kind of, right? Well, it's,
1: and it's also like it's like when you think of like those, like I I I feel like I have this all the time, like thinking back on a story that happened to me when I was way younger, mm-hmm. and and being like, that was insane and so crazy.
2: Yeah, but and they, at the time, it just felt like, ah, oh, this is like this is what's happening. It's, except I was already thirty years old <laughs> when this happened. Like I should have yeah. even. Well, maybe
1: it's, yeah, but maybe it's just like when you're going through it, it kind of, I don't know.
2: I don't know. I I just, I'm actually, it's just like your story, Chris. Now I'm happy that it happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody lived. Yeah. And uh, we went through something together that was actually pretty interesting. Yes. Right. Yeah.
1: kind of kind of looked at life from a from a new and surprising perspective surprisingly
2: grateful that life still went on yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, it's not exactly. it's not a
0: uh, you know there's a lot of people that don't have that experience you that's know right. whatever ben told me your show needed a happy ending that's why I'm <laughs> <laughs> we've had to a go few there. of those uh <laughs> yeah, downturn endings, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. definitely a positive. Yeah, we're
1: not we're not afraid to have an Empire Strikes Back for every uh for every uh that's new, the, new hope that that's we...
0: the best
2: movie though of yeah. all. Yeah, of them, it
0: right? really is. I, I,
1: I saw I'm the sorry. trailer
2: for the new one last night. It seemed pretty good, right? Well, oh, you're gonna say it wasn't. I, there was no ju- there was no Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, I'll say that's that. A positive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess the jury's I, out unless he appears. Yeah, a, huge, <laughs> a, a huge reduction in the number of.
1: Exquisitely racist depictions.
2: <laughs> yeah, how did I still can't believe that that story ever got greenlit by no. anybody, let alone yeah. made.
3: But yeah, I you mean, can cut this. No, no, we're <laughs> gonna, this is the this is the after uh, before
1: before before we bounce out of this segment. I do want to ask you about the the uh, cocktail you just drank, the yeah. rural jerk. Because one thing about that is that I mean, for it's it's very lemon juicy, mm-hmm. but it's also got bitters in it, like. Bitters being used as a an ingredient and not just a garnish. You know, well... Usually you dash bitters into something, and this has a quarter ounce of... Now, you of picked a in.
2: great drink for me, actually, because it does... It, it. It is all of the flavor areas that I most enjoy. Bitters... Uh-huh. Uh, uh, it's very tart mm-hmm. um, I, I'm actually listeners can't see this but I'm staring at the glass longingly because it's now <laughs> it's empty, empty. <laughs> it just has a sad little lemon rind sitting there on the bottom of the glass yeah. um, pickled in the drink exactly as am I <laughs> yeah. and it um, no I, I really enjoyed it It's, oh, it, I would say that it would be a perfect thing to serve on a July afternoon in your backyard yeah so we'll rewind a couple
1: of months and uh,
2: do this all over uh, again no sometime. I'll have one in December too sweet Okay.
3: <laughs> good
1: I think we should probably move on to our listener request. What do you think? Uh, Yes. Yeah,
0: let's do it. Hey, guys. It's Ash Harris again. You may recall back in March, I called in to request a cocktail that paired well with my husband going on a business trip, and I needed something to drink at home in his absence. This time, he's going on a business trip, and I get to go with him. So I need a drink that pairs well with sitting poolside in sunny Orlando, Florida while my husband's in conferences all day. Can you help a girl out? Thanks. Bye.
2: (laughs) Man. Way to rub it in. No, I think the first business trip sounded better. <laughs> <laughs> really? She's going to have more fun Yeah, uh, Orlando.
1: Orlando's cool though. It's right next to uh Kennedy Space Center. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. true. It's an hour drive, but it's like that stuff's really cool. If you Ash, I don't know if you care about space as much as I do. Almost nobody does, but uh, uh Go out to the uh, Space Coast and get a load of the Kennedy Space Center if you have an opportunity while you're down there.
2: I did that as a kid. It's really fun.
0: I got to watch uh, the last time we were there was for the uh, Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival cruise. And I stayed an extra day and watched a rocket launch. And that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: It's incredible, right?
0: Like, I, I could not believe, you know, watching it, you know, basically halfway up into the sky, there was zero sound. And then the sound reaches you. Yeah. And it is an unbelievable thing to see. So, I I mean, and we watched it from pretty good distance, like we were not at the space center itself. Um. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I'm certainly, impressed. I'm jealous. See. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, uh,
1: I got to uh uh not too many months after that see a, a launch there as well. Uh I was down there for a uh, Google Lunar X Prize coverage that I was doing and we got to see a a rocket launch and it
2: was like it's just it's life changing you know, mm-hmm. but you boys weren't alive when man stepped on the moon, were you? no you know? ha <laughs> suck it kids
3: <laughs>
2: uh
1: well, uh Ash, uh, sorry to uh divert, um, but this is uh i, I figured you, you you're going to want something something light and tropical while you're down there. Mm-hmm. Um, Orlando is uh is a uh, is a place where I think all of these ingredients can be easily got. So I don't know I don't know if you're gonna be able to like convince the cabana boy to put it in a special <laughs> order or whatever, but uh here's hoping. Uh this is a passion fruit rum punch. Um an ounce and a half of overproof white rum, uh three quarter ounces of fresh lime juice, half an ounce of simple syrup, half an ounce of passion fruit syrup. Uh, half of a passion fruit and champagne to top it up. So Hmm. uh, you're going to start by scooping the flesh out of half of a passion fruit into a shaker uh, and then add the rum, juice, and syrup and shake all of that with ice until well chilled and fine strain into a glass filled with crushed ice. Stir it briefly and then top with the champagne and then garnish with uh, some passion fruit. Why don't you?
3: Hmm.
2: That sounds great. It does. It sounds really good, right? Yeah, so it
1: does. Passion fruit is like I don't understand like how you eat it because it's just like it's like seeds and goo inside. It's like <laughs> it's like densely seedy inside, mm-hmm. but the goo is so yummy. Um, so Can't I you think get like that, a strainer. Yeah, so so I think that's why you're like scooping it out and putting it and then shaking it and straining it because mm-hmm. you're you're getting probably a lot of that fresh fruit flavor out of it uh, by doing that. But
2: surely there's a bottled version of this that you need. You can not go through those steps
1: there is i mean this is something this is this is like uh said a key, the lazy man co- <laughs> no. i mean i i would say that this is a key like like cocktail improvement tip that i would i would give to anyone is when ever you possibly can use fresh fruit because True. there are all these volatile compounds that you don't get in the canned or box variety right. that you do like like just like lemon or or orange juice, for example, like mm-hmm. if if you've ever had the or, the juice squeezed from an orange versus the carton that you buy at the grocery store, it's like hard to imagine that they both are the same substance. It yeah. just
2: made so many days of my life seem so empty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is not a this is not a personal attack, Chris. I mean, no, no, that's okay.
1: I'm just gonna cry over. it. But here. the other yeah. the
0: other thing too is that uh you know lemon and lime juice for example like two of the most often used juices. Um, right. I heard that they go, they start to go bad 15 minutes after they're squeezed. So <laughs> seriously, like you know if you don't want to have like
2: many a relationship,
0: yeah. <laughs> they go bad 15 minutes after being after squeezed. after you start squeezing. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, I get that. I get that.
2: Fair enough. I mean, there's definitely like.
1: I think that they just start changing. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't say that they go bad. Well, going like, bad, I, I yeah, going like, bad is if, a little drastic, would,
0: maybe dramatic, but yeah, yeah. They, they do, they, they start to oxidize, right? They start to go... Yeah.
1: So, like, if, if you're making cocktails at home, like, you don't need to squeeze a bunch of lime juice or buy plastic Lime-looking thing at the grocery
2: store. Just mm-hmm. squeeze one lime. You mm-hmm. know, like yeah. how hard is that? Yeah, but- I used all my upper body strength in Minnesota. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, so I'm, yeah. Well, you have a special dispensation <laughs> from okay. us. That was Thank you. Uh, what was that? A summer
0: in 1983. You're still recovering. 93. 93. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, so was she? She's going to try that out and let you know. I suppose uh, right?
1: everybody. Everybody tries the drink. They take a pic. They send it to our Twitter account or our Instagram, and uh, and we make them famous. Um, Ash Harris is one of our beloved listeners. She's yes. called in multiple times. Yep. always, wow. always great to hear from Ash. Thank that's you, Ash. Nice. Thank um, you,
0: Ash. I uh, enjoy your trip. You know, and I also want to. Um, I decided that I want to do a little social experiment to see uh, a public social experiment to see uh, who of our listeners how far away they are and uh, whether or not they'll call in with a request. So wherever you are, that's yeah, f- further than North America. We've had Ooh. some UK listeners. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but if there's anybody listening uh, further out than that, I know we've got some Australian listeners. Uh, what are you going to offer them? Like, I think
2: you should have a contest in which the person from the furthest away place gets something. Yeah, right. here,
0: here, you'll get your voice on our podcast. <laughs> but you give that to those people anyway. Yeah. Well, okay. Chris, come on, something
2: special.
1: Okay. All right. Here's the issue that is is arising though. Chris Bowman and I. Little little tight with the money right now. Yeah, no, I so, understand. So sending something physical is going to be challenging but, <laughs> to Burundi. It but might be expensive. If I if you're if if you win this contest, let's say let's say you have two weeks to call call yeah, something in. Good idea. If you win this contest. Uh, we 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 want to hang with you next time you're in Toronto and or in New York, so...
2: And you could name a drink after them. You could oh. create a special cocktail after that person. Now you're talking. This Which is, wouldn't why, cost this is you anything. why you get the big bucks. I used to work in radio as a producer. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to not spend money. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, the other thing that we need a, a contest for is
1: how to get people to leave us iTunes reviews because we, we have 65 oh. reviews right now. We have, we have at least 2,000 listeners. So right. I, I want... I want that number to get a lot closer to a hundred. Yeah, pretty pretty darn quick. Yeah. So
2: how do how do we do that? Uh, you should say something at the top of your show, not the end. Ah, uh, for one thing, because everybody's asleep right now. Well, you can't tell when people stop listening. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's right.
1: the that's the whole issue with uh, with the podcast. It's is, very is hard to know.
2: You have no. You
1: have no optics on on what happens after the the file gets downloaded you could see
0: it as a prop oh go ahead i was just gonna say here's here's what we do if you're listening right now at this very moment pause it go review the podcast and come back (laughs) Because uh, there's more great show ahead. <laughs> exactly. we'll, we'll be we'll be thanking Chris Bannon. We'll be
1: winding yeah, down. that's we'll see, cleaning house. Yeah. Uh, you, have, no, you have
2: to get it while they still. You have to get this out of the way while they're really yeah. invested in this week. Yeah, that's one pro tip. All right, before. so get ready. Next
0: week we're gonna we're gonna start at the top of the show with a uh, a plea for reviews. But uh, here's what you do
2: if you want. You should make it fun for people because reviewing is a chore. Yeah. yeah. So I would challenge you guys for next week's show. Come up with a fun thing, like have some little communication between you and everybody who listens. That's happening in that review space. Right. Apple doesn't have to know what it is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you can create some sort of dialogue. Well, like Steve it, Chris. Wilson's I gonna like to know. It, Chris. Let's be, let's be right. Honest. <laughs> Steve Wilson will know because he pays attention to the details. But, <laughs> but uh, I, th- I think you should challenge the the creative impulses yeah. of your drunk listeners.
0: Sure. I, I like it. I do like do something it, there. Hey Chris, we're actually auditioning for a producer for this show, are you interested? <laughs> I um I would be interested. Yes. Okay, I'll
2: confess. Cool. You're hired. Uh thank you. <laughs> I uh I will we'll have to talk to my uh, agent. B- Bowman, uh,
1: we we, did, we
2: didn't we need to have a little bit more of a
1: conversation before you just unilaterally hire Chris. Bennett. No, I okay. th- th- I mean like I, I, I think we'd both love to have Chris Bannon, but there's a lot of, you know, worthy applicants. <laughs> the only way I
0: like to do things is spontaneously and publicly. So, that's <laughs> uh-huh. oh boy, we've heard that. Yeah. We've seen that actually yeah. various Max FunCons, not to be named. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's all right, because what you do in public is you're doing it for all of us. <laughs> yep. Entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Yes. A life on the stage, The Chris Bowman story, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. You're, 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 yeah. You're like the Catherine Hepburn of our little group,
3: really. You are. Uh, And Ray,
2: good times. All right. Well, listen, thank you, boys, for having me on your show. Thank I, you for I'm coming I'm on very, the show. I'm very, very grateful. Um, how do people
1: find you online? You've
2: got a Twitter account. I do have a Twitter account. That's probably the thing I do most, at uh, CJ Bannon. Yeah. Um, great, great Twitter account to follow, especially if you're interested in, uh, in radio and podcasts. Um, well, the interesting thing about not working at WNYC anymore is that I have been able to take the... Uh, political gloves off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you don't have that... Uh, I don't have to worry about my independence as a journalist, right. except now I... Then we got bought by Scripps, so now I have to worry about my independence as a journalist. <laughs> so I have like a little window. Oh, yeah, so go back and look through the <laughs> yeah, archives. and will see, some, you'll some see what, the, what the real what the real beef is on it. Uh, tw- but I enjoy... Tw- I don't know why I enjoy Twitter. It isn't as much fun as it used to it's be. Definitely. I feel like it's been getting more fun again
0: mm-hmm. like oh.
2: i felt like it was not that fun for me for a couple of years yeah i'm having more fun now um but i just your mileage may vary yes exactly so the, so that's the primary place yeah. of course you can always go to your uh, and wolfpop.com and yeah. listen to our I mean, show. if you
1: like if you like podcasts there's earwolf and Wolfpop I have legion podcast yes. that's great to mm-hmm. listen to uh you know, your comedy's bang bang, your comedy's uh, bang how's bang. How did this get made? <laughs> exactly
2: right. You're with special guest Lauren Lampkiss. Yeah. The right uh, one. And I'll, about 32 more. Question I'll, of the day. I encourage you, I, I, I'd welcome feedback on Question of the Day, which is our newest that's show. That's the Stephen Dubner joint. That is indeed.
1: Okay. Well, uh, you have your marching orders, listeners. <laughs> uh, and uh, along with that, you should follow our show at Drink About It. And you can also follow Chris at Chris B.
0: Chicken. And Benjamin at Benjamin R A H R.
1: And you can get the recipes from today's show in your podcatcher, but you can also get them at Let's Drink About It. And we're also posting everything to Instagram now, so please, please, please go to our Instagram. Our friend Lizzie Bartlett, big thank Bart, you, Bartelt has Bartelt has uh, taken over the. Uh, I've been saying Bartlett for a million years. Me too. Now, Yep. Yeah, Your We're, former
2: friend Lizzie is rather yeah. upset about
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's taken over our our uh, So Schmid and is really? is crushing it in the game. Really, really. Wow. Um, and so so the Instagram st- is going to st- be a lot more fun to follow. We still participate.
0: We still participate, but Lizzie's yeah, like a, full a on team running, effort, running the show. Full-
1: congratulations yeah, yeah she's she's
2: doing she's doing awesome work I highly recommend you uh, you follow that Instagram um, I always thought you guys would succeed if someone smarter and more efficient actually just got in total charge of all your public representation well I think that's totally true yeah, okay. and you know what I we think picked, we've done we, it we, yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly we picked the right uh, person
1: yeah and uh, and and uh, let's see what is uh, Lizzie's Twitter handle I, I, I feel like it's not Lizzie. Is it? Is it? It might be Zsa Zsa Gabor. It is
0: Zsa Zsa Gabor. Yeah, that's yeah. All, that's a good one. It's yeah. pretty good.
1: Uh, Wish I thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Uh, no It's no. It is. That's just that's just her description. It's it's Lizzie Bartelt. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's Ed Lizzie Bartelt, and then her description is Zsa Zsa Gabor trademark. Good for her. <laughs> ten out of good ten for her. Ten yes. out of yeah. ten. Home run hitter. Exactly. Home run uh, hitter. Uh, yeah. Who's up next on your show? Only the best. Uh, that's a secret. We can't divulge that. No. no, no. So you haven't booked huh? a <laughs> time. God, I can see right through you people. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Parniak's coming back real soon, though. So that's uh, that's, that's exciting. She might actually be next, depending That'll on how be. we decide to order it out. Um, well, can I come back sometime? Oh, I anytime. sure hope you
0: do. You know what, Chris? I believe an apology is in order. I'm sorry it took us so long to have you on because you've been on our Indeed. list for no, day it's one. My,
2: it's my fault. Yeah, I was hard yeah, to schedule this summer. Fault. So yeah. you've but, been a busy man.
0: I like the fact that as a Canadian, you apologize
3: well, automatically. <laughs> Here, this is what I'm saying. That's I'm sorry that you're sorry so hard Canadians. to schedule, Chris. <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah. I look at it as your problem, yeah. not <laughs> mine.
0: <laughs> it was uh, delightful. Here's the thing. I'm I'm totally cool with shouldering blame. I've been born to do it. So uh, you know, it's good. I'm all good. Mm. I feel Uh, lighter already
1: (laughs) well Chris Bannon it has been nothing short of a delight to have you on the show absolutely and with that we will be back at you next week more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them later potato
0: don't choke on your own coke thanks Graham thanks Paul bye oh yeah
1: Graham and Paul damn it
0: (laughs) nice thanks Chris that was so seamless up until that (laughs) last
1: bit (laughs) thank (laughs) you darren has been angry at me all day because somebody dropped a ham sandwich on the ground outside, oh, and, and you weren't—he wasn't allowed to eat it. Yeah, every time we walk past, he sees it. But he, so he's been acting like he needs to go to the bathroom all day. Do you because... have the
2: same problem with Chris Bowman when he visits?
1: <laughs> he you know ham what? Sandwich you, wanna, on
0: the street? you really want to piss me off, drop a hand sa- ham sandwich and don't let me near it. <laughs> I believe that's true. <laughs> it's funny. You are, you're warned citizens of Canada. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think it's funny that you get to know an animal, like a dog, so well that you can you can sort of see the difference in per- or Like the shift yeah. in personality. Well, it's... he's...
1: He's, he's behaving as though he needs to go to the bathroom, but you take him
2: down, and all he does is haul on the leash toward
0: the sandwich. Amp- <laughs> is
1: that,
2: is that, but here's the weird question. In Greenpoint, that sandwich is still on the sidewalk? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean,
2: in Park Slope, there'd be a restaurant opened around that right. already. <laughs> yeah. It would already be come with pickles and be yeah. $18. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, found sandwich.
1: Yeah, exactly. brand
0: new trend. Uh, like street, street sandwiches. Mm-hmm
3: uh well does we... your show a formal open or are we yeah just gonna we do keep we do like this like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs>